All right. So we thank God for all the goodness he has displayed in our lives. That is really tremendous. We've been all over the world, and we've pastored churches, pioneer churches, pioneer to Bible college, and led that for 24 years. Uh, it, we, we have done all kinds of ministries, and uh, one thing that took us around the world was because God did great miracles setting people free from their diseases. Well, <clears throat> tonight, I want, to, I want to encourage you to have faith in God for your miracle. Uh, we have a miracle-working God. Uh, we, we're not only saying that we know things are happening amongst us. We want plenty more of this. Absolutely. I sometimes say the world is not waiting for a new definition of the gospel, but a new demonstration of it. And it means that people will be changed and people will be miraculously healed by the power of God. I could keep you spellbound tonight just telling some of the events that took place in my life. But I've seen the cripple walk and I've seen the the blind receive their sight. I've seen the people who were crushed by terrible diseases suddenly come and stand before God and completely delivered. It is, it is inexplainable unless you know God. I'm going to give you tonight a sermon in five points. You know, three is bad enough. All right, five. Five. I'm going to give you five reasons why we can believe in divine healing. It's not a Pentecostal charismatic hobby. It's in the Word, my friend. If you say, well, I'm a Baptist, I don't believe that. Well, you better get converted tonight because it's in the book, my friend. Uh, first of all, I would find a reason in the Old Testament where God says, I am the Lord that heals you. Uh, that is a, a saying that answers a lot of questions. I cannot go into all that very deeply, but let me tell you, it answers major questions. Uh, it, it, it answers the question, is God a healer? Yes, he says so himself. He not only said that, he mentioned one of his names. Now, a name has to do with the character. That is in the, in the Old and New Testament true. A name, some people were changed on the inside and got a new name. Uh, in English, I don't know whether the Americans sing it, but long, long ago we sang in England, uh, I've got a new name in heaven. And that is true. We have been changed and we got a new name. That means our inside has changed. Now, God says, I am the Lord that heals you. He didn't say it like that. He said, I am Jehovah Rophika. That's what it says. And it means, when you translate it, he's Lord, and he's continually the healing one. So you don't need to bring God in the good mood to heal. Some people think you have to. Now, 24 hours a day, he is a healer. 
So that's God's covenant. It's his covenant name. Now, uh, it, it answers, is God a healer? It says, yes. Who does God want to heal? He says, I'm the Lord that heals you. And he didn't say it, whisper it to Moses. He said it to the whole crowd, to everybody. And, uh, and when is he going to do it? Well, God says, I am, which I understand is present tense. And present tense means now. He is a healing God now. So we got through number one. Okay. I think the second reason I could, I could pronounce to you very firmly is because of the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. If, if, uh, if ever words have been fulfilled in the life of Christ, it's this one. Out of Isaiah 53, it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. And then it says a little bit, He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. My friend, Jesus never was sick. Never. He did not experience disease at all. He had pain. He was sometimes tired. He needed a rest. He needed to sleep. He needed to eat, just like you and me. But he was never sick. But on the day that he was in the courts of Pilate, when the lash went across his back, that was the day that he became sick. That fever got hold of him. That his whole body was rocking with pain. He who knew no disease that day was confronted with the lot of it. And the Bible says, by his stripes... We're healed. If people say in certain denominations, they still, still say that and they should be ashamed, that divine healing is just a kind of a hobby of some, some extreme people. Uh, let me tell you, Jesus thought it big enough to pay a tremendous price for it. By his stripes we are healed. So that is the second reason why I believe divine healing is in the gospel, the good news. There is another reason, the ministry of Christ himself. Let me say it like this, you know, sometimes people say, well, here and there, usually more there than here, miracles do happen. But let me tell you, Jesus, I can say this about Jesus, listen carefully. He always healed everyone who came to him. Did you hear it? He always healed everyone who came to him. A bad guy like you, yes, he did. A very pious woman like you, yes, he did. Whatever, when the people came and confronted him with their disease, he healed them all. Now, uh, he said to people, your sins are forgiven even before they confess their sin. That's how my Lord is. He's so eager to embrace you 
and, and get you cleansed from your sin from the past. He says, your sins be forgiven you. He, he said, arise and walk. And he could say it in such a powerful way that the one who was paralyzed didn't say, uh, sir, you're not well informed. I cannot. But when the word came to them, suddenly there was a change. I remember that I, uh, I stood in front of a lady. Uh, she was on the floor many years ago, and there was such a write-up in the papers that I never forget it. Uh, and I went to her, and she was unconscious now. She had fallen out of her chair, and uh, I didn't know that she needed not only two canes to have support, but she needed a canes, otherwise she would fall out of the chair. And I knew God was going to heal her. When the service started, I said to the pastor sitting next to me, do you know that lady? And there was a large crowd. I said, do you know that lady? No, he says. I said, neither do I. I'll tell you what she's got. She's got multiple, multiple sclerosis. He, he, he said, do you know her? No. Well, he says, how do you know? I said, I thought you were a Pentecostal pastor. <laughs> oh, he says, it's like that. I said, it's like that. And I said, she's going to be healed tonight. And the only thing I had to do is wait for the moment. I didn't want to run ahead of God. I just wanted to, to act on the right moment. Um, anyway, I cannot tell you the whole story. A lot of things happened. And then she was down on the floor, and people were very concerned about her. So I said to the pastor, take over my mic. This is the moment. And I went down the stairs through the double doors, double doors, and came into the big hall. And I stood there, and she was unconscious. I took her by the hands, and then she opened her eyes. And I said, in Jesus' name, arise. And I pulled her hands. And walk, I said. And she turned completely pale. I didn't know that already a miracle had happened because she could not hold my hands. But now she could. And she said, oh, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. I said, you're not dreaming Jesus has made you whole. And I had to come and walk. And then I let her go and said, come on, follow me. And I picked up her canes. I said, follow me. I did a stupid thing, but I did. And, and I said, let's go upstairs. So we went. She hadn't used her muscles for years. And she walked up the stairs. And we walked on stage and many wonderful things happened in the audience. Some people say, God must have been in a nice mood to heal. Well, that's ridiculous. He's ready any time. And I tell you, when our faith can rise above the circumstance, then there is room for God to move. I didn't intend you to tell you that story, but it's good. The ministry of Christ is amazing. 
He did God's will. He never said to a sick person, you need to be sick another few years. You know, all that pious talk was never in his mouth. He he didn't say, God has his own purpose with you. So just be nice, sick, and subdued to the will of God. All that came later. It was not what he told us. So even if we fail left and right, and come short left and right, don't water down the word of God. That's not the solution because you'll sink further away. Christ's ministry is he always healed everyone who came to him. Then Jesus gave the commission to the disciples, and he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. In those days you had devils. I perhaps have to explain. We have, of course, exported these things to Africa. Um, <laughs> Well, Jesus said, they shall cast out devils. They shall lay hands on the sick, and you never know, they might improve. I'm sorry. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's the will of God. And the fifth thing is I want to mention, it's not bad after just a few minutes that I'm on number five already, you know. You can survive this. Number five is the example of the early church. Do you know when Peter and John went to the temple, this is after that Jesus Christ had gone, uh, and they, they met this man. As you know, a lot of Christianity believes that Peter was the first pope. Well, he was a special one. Um, and, and they passed by this man at the gate, beautiful. He had had a very good position there because he could beg from all the people that went to the temple. So he was asking for alms. And then Peter said this, first pope, said, silver and gold have I none. Must be the first pope because the ones we have nowadays cannot say that. But anyway, he said, um, uh, Silver and gold have I none, but what I have, listen to the words, what I have I given to you in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. And the man disobeyed. He jumped. He went leaping and praising God right into the temple and started to thank God. Wonderful. The early church prayed for the miraculous. Some people say, well, miraculous can happen, but you should not pray for the The church of Jesus Christ in the beginning prayed for miracles to happen. They said, oh, Lord, help us by stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Well, their prayer was answered. It was another time that Peter and John walked, and the people had put the sick all on one side of the street. 
It was the sunny side of the street. It's always wise to be on the sunny side of the street, whatever you do, you know. And, and what they had made up their mind, it wasn't, you know, it was no meeting announced. It was spontaneous done by the people. And Peter and John walked. And I can, I can even suggest what they talked about to each other. What do all these sick people do here? Well, probably John said, let's just keep walking. You know, we're going to the meeting. So they walked. And while they walked, behind them, people were shouting out that they were healed because the people had made up their mind. Listen to this. It's not in Scripture as a, as a promise of God. They made their own promise. They said, if only the shadow of Peter will fall on us, we will be healed. And Peter just walked. That's all he did. And his shadow was there. So they were all on the sunny side of the streets. That's what I mean. You know, always keep the sick on the sunny side of the street. And, and, and so the shadow of Peter. Did he have a healing shadow? No, my friend. They believed that God would heal them if Peter would just pass by. That's amazing, isn't it? It means, my friend, they had peaks, very high peaks in the beginning of the church that miracles were taking place. And as far as I have heard, no change has taken place as far as God is concerned. Now, when that happened, they had a tremendous revival. Miracles all over the place. And you could say, that's what they said. It is the Lord who forgiveth all and who healeth all. My friend, there is enough dead religion. I can, I can, I can advise you. If you want to die, there are some churches around here you should visit. I don't know them, but I'm sure there are. I'm not blaming any church. I just want you to know that some churches are as dead as a doornail. They, they, have, they have religion, they have rules and regulations and performances and all the rest. You know when it starts and stops. That's the best part. Um, when it stops, and, and, uh, and then you can go home. Let me tell you, my friend, the church in the Acts of the Apostle was full of dynamite, Holy Spirit power, and many wonderful things happened. Let me tell you, the Lord hasn't changed. He is the one who forgives all your sins. He's the one who heals the sick. All your diseases, the Bible says. Now, if you're here tonight and somebody dragged you in and they said, you must listen to this guy. Well, here's the guy. Hi. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm so glad you're here. I've got good news for you. The Lord has a warm heart for you. He's not against you. He says, well, then he doesn't know me. Yes, he knows you, and he knows every detail about you. 
The Bible says he even knows the number of hairs on our head. For, for God, in my case, that's a short job. But, you know, but, 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 but what it means is he knows every detail. And he loves you. He loves you not because you're so good, but because he's so good. He loves you not because of what you've done, but what Jesus Christ has done. That's why. And he will accept you because of that. He will receive you because of that. And he will embrace you. He'll not condemn you, my friend. He will not. Some people may, but he will not. He forgives all your sin. Now, that day could be yours today. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, and you walked into this meeting because it was supposed to be nice, and you're still here, thank God. Let me tell you, if you don't know the Lord, but you want to know him, I can help you. I cannot save you, but I can help you to get saved. And if you are not saved, if you don't know, if you just hope and you don't know, my friend, you could walk out of the door tonight and know that things have changed. Now, if you're here and you're not saved, but you would like me to pray to God now that he would save your soul and forgive your sin and give you life eternal. If that desire is in your heart, the only thing I ask you to do now is just raise your hand and I will pray that God will save you tonight. If there's anyone, just lift up your hand. That's all I ask you to do. You can put it down, lady. Thank you. Anyone else? If you say yes, all right, sir. I pray for you. You can put your hand down. It may be a tough decision to make, but it's the best one you can do. It's the best one you can make. If there's anyone else, let me see your hand now, and I promise I'll pray to God that he will save you today. Is there anyone else? Don't miss it now. Don't miss it. Don't go home and say to yourself, I should have. Better do it now. Is there one more? Anyone? Just show me your hand, and I promise I'll pray that God will save you. All right. That's good, sir. I see your hand. Did you raise your hand, sir? Would you come to me? Would you come to me also? Just come. Just stand here facing the platform. Just stand here. Would you do that? Just stand next to me. Just stand next to me. That's all right. All right. Just stand. I don't want to embarrass you. Was there another one? If somebody raised his or her hand, you come and join them. Do it now. That's right. All right. As I said to these guys, I'm not here to embarrass you. I'm here to help you. Now, I'm not going to pray long. We're going to do business with God right now. And I'm going to pray the Lord that he will save your soul. I've never met you before. I don't know what your background is, but I can tell you, your future looks a lot better with Jesus. That's for sure. So just close your eyes now.
and say this prayer loud out to me. Say, Lord, I come to you. Say it. Lord, I come to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. Please forgive my sin. Please forgive my sin. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Save my soul. Save my soul. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. And now I belong to you. And now I belong to you. Help me to follow you. All the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let me just shake your hand. Let me just shake your hand. Let me just shake your hand. You know, don't forget this day. We may just pass today and never see each other again. But this is the day you better remember. Because today you said yes to Jesus. And joy will be full. All right, you may go to your seat. All right. Don't knock him over, you know. All right. Okay. They go like this, you know. And All right. I always think it's for good, but you never know. Let me say this to you, my friend. If you are diseased, the Lord Jesus is here. Many people have been healed in different countries and different nations under our ministry. It basically has nothing to do with us. It's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. Let me tell you, my friend, where you are sitting at the back or the front, on my left or on my right, it doesn't make any difference We're going to pray that the Lord will touch you tonight. Uh, There was a a, a brother, a man, who came up to me tonight and said, my heart disease is completely gone after you prayed. And isn't that wonderful? That means a life-changing thing, you know. Sure. And what God has done for others, he's willing to do for you. Now, If you can stand, would you all stand, please? Would you do that? Let me say this to you. If you are diseased, I don't want you to look to another, but look to the Lord. He is our rescue. And I'm going to ask you to pray with me, believing that the Lord will confirm his own word. Expect something to happen in your body now. All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you walk in the midst of us, that you are here by the Holy Spirit. And I ask you, Lord, stretch forth your hand to heal. And in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, touch people from the top of their head to the soles of their feet and move them out of disease into health. Strengthen their body. We command disease to move away from them in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord. We believe you're working by your Spirit in our body even now. In the name of Jesus, receive healing from Christ. And all the people said, Amen. Let's clap for Jesus. All right. All right. You may be seated. 
And let me say this to you. Five points was survivable, wasn't it? All right, all right. Take it with you. You see, you've been in this meeting. I know people who walked home stumbling, and before they were at the bus stop, they were completely healed. I think of a lady in Holland who, who went to, uh, to home with a bus, and she had two difficult things with her. She was losing all the time her water, and, and she was blind in one eye and didn't see anything color in the other eye. And while she is on the way from The Hague to Utrecht, that's about 50 miles, on the way, she suddenly started to see things. A flash in her eye. And she thought, I don't know what's happening. And before that trip was over, she could clearly see. And the next morning, she had a surprise. She was not wet anymore. And uh, she later came in front of television cameras to tell what Jesus had done to her. My friend, he's watching over his word to do it. Amen. Amen.